0: Welcome to About That Life Podcast. I'm uh, your host, Coach Chris Collins. It's Mark Jeffries, GGT. And we are talking about AAU life, basketball, and life in between. Um, Again, uh, for all the supporters out there, greatly appreciate you. Uh, Go ahead and hit that subscribe button for our YouTube. Um, Hit that follow button on Spotify, iHeartRadio. Still working to get us on iTunes, but... Um, we're on Podbean. We're on SoundCloud. I mean, I've, I've literally tried to put us everywhere. So if you could hit that follow button and please support, because, again, you know, a small click for you is a big deal to us. Um, it helps out with keeping good content. Been getting a lot of positive reviews. Mark, I'm pretty sure you've been getting some yes, positive. Yes, a lot, reviews. a lot. Yeah,
1: DMs so. are blowing up.
0: <laughs> and, and that's exactly, you know, the goal for this. It's just to give a voice to the A.U. community, to the Northern California basketball, all basketball, really, and just uh, talk some real talk about what's going on in the world. So today, uh, we have another guest. This is going to be a good one because um, not only is he a good friend of mine, and uh, we, we've known each other a while and hooped against each other and talk shit with each other and everything <laughs> else in between. But no, he's, um, he's a really good dude, you know, uh, I think he's a little too humble sometimes when it comes to his accolades because, as Marcus, you talked to him today, you learned this man's mm-hmm. played at some mm-hmm. pretty <laughs> <resume>. pretty good <laughs> levels. Yep, yep. But, um, no, nah, uh, he, he's definitely someone um, I'm happy to have on the show. Uh, he's our first, you know, pro athlete. I, I, I don't want to say the word X because I know – He's still transitioning. <laughs> no, i <I'm> done. Okay. <laughs> Officially done. done. Okay. He's at peace. That's, that's it. <laughs> he, uh, you know, chess got done playing pro, um, transitioning to you know real life as we call it. Um, but he had an amazing career, and for those of you guys watching and listening, I really hope you learn a lot and 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 take this to heart because he's also a coach in YBA, so it's like he's not out of reach for any kid or anybody who's you know hears this or sees this and it's like man i want to want to meet that guy i want to meet that coach he's here he's right here at yba very approachable very cool guy he's 610 in shoes so you know don't <laughs> don't feel don't feel scared <laughs> he's he's not gonna go fee five four for him you know he's, he's someone you could definitely talk to um and uh, this is my guy uh let's i want to give a round of applause to darian towns
2: appreciate it. Thank Let's you. Get for it. Having me. Let's Thank get you. it.
0: Let's
2: get it. Thank you.
0: Nah, he, he is definitely that guy. So, uh, before we get into everything about him, uh, let me go ahead and try to list his uh, accolades and resume as best I can. You correct me as I go, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's uh, played AAU since uh, 14, uh, which is 8th grade for mo- you know, for most kids running now, 7th, 8th grade middle school. Um, his main two AAU programs were D C Blue Devils and for sixteen you said Bo William or Bo Williams, right? Boo Williams. Boo Williams, yeah, know, Boo Bo Williams. Bo Williams, sorry. Not Bo golf Bo the Godfather. Williams, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um definitely did his thing there. And for you guys who don't know, well, I'll let D T talk more about the history of that. But yeah, that's that's a very esteemed program <laughs> to yeah. be with. Very and, elite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh we went to uh three different high schools. So he was a journeyman. Already in high school. Right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, And uh, he went to T.C. Williams, uh, Archbishop Carroll, and Hardgrave Prep, right? Uh, yeah, hard military, ha- Hardgrave Military. Yeah, Hardgrave Military Prep, prep? Yeah. okay. Um, you know, some of his accolades. It's the most notable high school accolade uh, that that at least he recalls, which, shit, it was a big deal. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's historic. What it is. historic. Um, and yeah, he did this as a sophomore um, at T.C. Williams. Yes. Uh He got 16 blocks in one game, yes. right? 16, 16 blocks, blocks in, in one game, game. Yes. 186 blocks for the year. For the uh, year, you uh, and, and, you know, for any of you kids out there, you know, who think you're a shot blocker, try getting 16 in one game. In a varsity right. game. This wasn't right. no J, uh, JV or freshman game. This was a varsity game. And then um, the who was, pre—
1: Who was the—oh, holly- hall? Yeah yeah, 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 go ahead. Right, right, yeah. Right, no, right, I was
0: going right. to say the previous— Record holder was Alonzo Mourning. Yes. Mm. Alonzo Mourning. So Alonzo. Hall of Famer. Yeah, That's exactly. a Hall of Famer. So shots fired, Alonzo. He took your record, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he took
3: your record. <laughs>
0: he, he, he took your record, bro. <laughs> uh. No, nah, which, is, which is a really big deal. And then, you know, we'll, we'll talk about his transition. He uh, played D1 college ball, mm-hmm. uh, played for the Razorbacks uh, at Arkansas. Um, just because I know some of you high school guys probably have no clue <laughs> the, the kind of conference he was in, but that's the same conference where you have uh, Kentucky, um, Florida, Alabama, uh Ole Miss, right? Like and you, you Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee yes, Vanderbilt, exactly. So, yeah. le- no days off. <laughs> there was no. There's no, oh, we can, you know, play mm-hmm. shit. Maybe preseason's probably like your easiest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah the, at least have one yeah, crappy the, the game. the
2: first, the first, what, uh, twelve, fourteen games in non-conference. Yeah. Where you play all the little schools, and yeah. you might play two major schools. Exactly. That that's
0: that's your easiest. Right. That's <laughs> the only time it's easy. <laughs> so no, um, you know, yeah, he's had a great career uh, professionally, um, and he had a great career, you know, in college. He played Division One mm-hmm. ball. I know. A lot of the kids who I coach and a lot of the people, parents that ask all the time, you know, they're like, what does it take to play D1? What does it play to this, that? I mean, you're literally going to get a guy who played at those levels. Uh, He's more than likely going to list a lot of the players he played against who were, you know, notable NBA players and his journey and his truth. And hopefully it gives some insight to you kids who you know support and listen, and also to your parents, so you really understand the jump between the two. Because again, you know, uh, I went the JC route after I got mm-hmm. kicked out of my D one, but my D one wasn't even like you know, it was like a mid major D one, mm-hmm. you know, so. And then I had to go into a D2, but work my way back up from J.C. Right. You know, we know your journey, Mark, yep. and how, how you know had to basically climb yep. up. Like, uh, you know, you guys. His, man, his ladder was tense. Yeah, exactly. Intense. right? Yeah. So it's like you guys get to hear from a guy who, you know, really went the path a lot of us would like to yeah. follow. But at the same time, you got to really hear his journey and hear the work he put in and the mentality he put in. He, he has a great story that I love when he talked to me about it. From his AAU coach Telling him You know <laughs> This is why I don't Fucking play you <laughs> And I can't wait Till he gets into that story oh, So man. But um You know Without further ado uh, Darian It's it's on you at your show uh, First question We gotta ask Is um Talk about your AAU life And experiences And you know Put us into that journey Put us into the Shoes of DT uh,
2: DT Alright uh, <laughs> Well it day. all <laughs> It all started Back in Virginia Um I was playing With all my buddies uh, almost like a program like y b a uh it was called northern virginia all stars um you know we played in a lot of local tournaments and uh one tournament we went to was our biggest one uh we had to go out and panhandle i don't know if what if people know what that means we was out asking for money yeah. like bums yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, you know to get to this tournament uh this tournament um opened a, opened doors for me uh my first team my first elite team that i went to was the dc the dc blue devils uh it's a nike circuit team nice um Very nice. that's where the journey starts from there i played um y'all probably y'all might know who these people are uh isaiah swan um who else uh who was with us James White for a hot second. I know that name, yeah. Hot Flyer. Hot yeah, yeah. Flyer, yeah, with the bounce. Yeah. James yeah, yeah. Bounce. White yeah. yeah, before he went to D.C. Assault. Yeah. yeah. Um, Trey Kelly, he was another guy. He went to uh, South Carolina. I played against him in college. Um, but it was a lot of big names in the D.C. area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we I played with them guys. Uh, played in a lot of Nike tournaments, the Peach Jam, the Memorial Day Classic, the Boo Wims Invitational, and all those tournaments. Um just a quick story on that uh we played in a team from florida called team florida uh, these guys coming in there with goatees no go chains <laughs> uh full-on beard and one of the players that was on that team was uh Mari stoudemire oh wow and you know and he's pretty good yeah oh, damn good uh you know, and we just, you know, looking like little babies. You know, we wow. got baby face, you know, clean cut, you know, all good guys. And uh, we come, you know, they come in there sagging pants and like looking like, you know, thugs or whatever. You know, but uh, but the team and the chemistry that we had was so good, we beat the hell out of that team. Nice. Wow. We beat the hell out of that team. And that right there, um, Boo Williams was there scouting, and that's how all that. Transpired, and that's how I ended up playing on his team uh, as a 15 year old, playing 17. And I also played 16, but I played more 17 than I did 16. Um, Playing with Boo, (laughs) uh, I learned so much, you know, being with that guy. Uh, I played with one of the greatest shooters ever, JJ Reddick. Wow. Uh, Played with Jared Jack, uh, Elton Brown, who was a good player who I looked up. Uh, Jason Clark, Trent Strickland. I mean, the list goes on. Yeah, we had yeah. we had kids from Lithuania. Like we had one kid from Lithuania. We had one kid from Germany. Wow. Like, we were just uh, like we was that stacked, stacked, and getting buckets. Basically. <laughs> and uh, you know, and uh, I'm gonna get, I'm going get. Matter of fact, let me talk about that story right now. So it's a <laughs> tournament that we went to in New York. Uh, we was playing, we was playing against uh, SoCal Tyson Chandler and them team. Nice. And um, you know, I'm young. You know, I'm. <laughs> Like when I'm gonna ever get in the fucking game? Like <laughs> when am I gonna get in the fucking game? So, E, we call him E, Big E, had two fouls. He had two fouls, and this was this was my chance. My eyes was big like a deer. You know, I'm like, yes, I'm finally getting in the game. I'm about to, you know, do my thing. Hopefully, and I get out there and I shoot an air ball.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so he had a Kobe and the uh, Kobe in the first <laughs> game. Oh, right. Going in and shoot an air ball. Right. Now,
2: m- mind you, you know you got. Like all college coaches lined up on the side You know it's it's fans there And you know that atmosphere In that gym was just so Big you know as a young Player like myself I never Uh Seen that before You you see it on TV but I'm There And you know next play Dude come down there spin off me Dunk and then come down the Rebound he called a Timeout and was like you know what this is why I don't play your motherfucking ass. <laughs> this is the reason why Damn. I don't play your fucking ass and sit on the bench. Damn. <laughs> you know, I had to put my head down, stumped, and right. sat on the bench and for the rest of the tournament. But, wow. but
0: again, even piggybacking off that story, because what he said to me when we talked mm-hmm. is actually very profound, and I want the kids to hear this from you, is you said to me that you sitting that bench with that team and practicing with them, really clicked something for you and you learned, yeah. right, a lot, you know, in that moment because, you know, again, and now you're seeing it more and more that you get in yeah. the say, you world, you have so many parents who, and I talked about this, you know, before they want to jump until they hear what they want to hear yeah. rather than yeah. take an experience like yours where right. that kind of humbled you and you're so, like, I, so I got to I mean, learn.
2: So what I learned from that, you know, because, you know, as a kid, we want to go out there and play. Right, of course. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We want to play. Of course. You know, so me bitching to my mother, she was mm. like, no, you're going to sit your ass down <laughs> and you're going to play on this fucking team. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, what can I say? It is my mother, you know? Right, yeah. You know, because I was trying to go back and play, you know, with, with my boys over at Blue Devils. But, the whole, what I learned by sitting on the bench was... How much you can gain by sitting there watching those guys play. And I learned more sitting on the bench than I did me being out there on the floor.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, how you look at that, you know, people be like, dude, you sound crazy by saying that. Don't you want to play? Of course we want to play. But sitting on the bench and learning how the game is actually played with when those guys is out there, I learned. I learned quickly. And just watching E, his how he approached the game, his attitude, his shot, the way you know, how he talks to the refs, how he talked to Boo, how he talked to JJ, and everything. Just I learned so much watching that guy. Uh, and then when my chance finally came, Mm -hmm. when I was 16, I think I showed you that picture. That was that tournament right there was the start of basically my my AAU career mm-hmm. uh we just got finished beating jr Smith team wow. nice. uh Tim Thomas players It's a very well known team yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure they're no, still around oh no, yeah absolutely uh it was the uh Southern Invitational uh, we played in uh University of Virginia and uh they had two guys on that team that was going to Syracuse that year uh and how that started it was damn near almost the same like when we played in that tournament in New York I went in the game, first play, dude Mr. Shot. I came out of nowhere and temp dunk. Boom. Hey. That was that was the start of me and my confidence, like, damn, I actually can play with these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm a I'm, you know, yes, I verbally committed to Georgetown, going um going to the eleventh grade, but I had to back that up. Right. You know, mm-hmm. because back home everybody was like, all right, how this scrawny fucking kid, you know. Mm get to Georgetown you know blah 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 like it's so much hating but we'll get to that topic later right now we're talking about AU but that was the start of my AU career and I was uh, sky's the limit from there nice nice
0: that sounds great no um you yeah that's that's (laughs) one hell of a journey brother that is that is one hell of a journey yeah Mark you sure you still want to coach AU
3: Man. <laughs> Shoot.
0: Can, I can't even imagine Coaching a team like that I mean you know You've seen my teams And I no. think I got some Pretty good no, teams No no you but, do. no you but, do But shoot if i had like right. that kind of talent jj, <laughs> yeah, JJ i'm really. running jj off seven
1: screens
2: <laughs> oh i mean shit before before the game start how we started off he get the first five plays first five really? plays out of out of them out of them five shots he have made for really? <laughs> and that's when that's yeah. when the game starts for us right. so let that's me, when let, the game starts let me ask you this so mm-hmm.
1: being like you said you know to him and for a lot of us who know who jj reddick is you know, he's He's a he's a master at his craft. Right. During that
2: time when yeah. you was around him, mm-hmm. what did you see work ethic wise? Man, this dude was a workaholic,
3: mm-hmm. and
2: I'm not just saying that just to make it sound mm-hmm. pretty. No, this dude was mm-hmm. a workaholic. He yeah. won the state championship by himself in Virginia. <laughs> wow. Wow. He won the state championship wow. by himself. Carried his team. Yes, it was just JJ Reddick. That's Man. it. Well. Um, just playing with that guy, like you. Like his shot is so quick. Yeah. So fast. Yeah. yeah. Like like how Steph Curry run yeah, all the like all yeah. them thousand screens. Yes, yeah. he did we did the same thing for yeah. him. Wow. You wow. know, and just have him on our team, it just made everything yeah. calm because yeah. we know we got the best shooter yeah. in the country, right. and he's going yeah. to save yeah. us, and he saved us a lot. Wow. A lot. Wow. Wow. Well, I'll give a, <laughs> give a
0: splash for J.J. Ray. <laughs> hey. Hey, th- thanks for helping my mans out. <laughs> no, so, okay, so you're um doing your AU thing, mm-hmm. done with your college thing. Mm-hmm. Now let transition to the pro aspect, right? Uh, you're you going pro. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, what's that journey like?
2: Ooh, it's, uh, you know, we're gonna fast forward through college. And, you know, I was excited, had a great career at Arkansas. Uh, going through that transition is it was pretty. It was pretty scary because now you're in the real world. Mm-hmm. Now, like, what are you gonna do? It's a business uh, now, right? Right. Yeah. I mean realistically the business actually start once you hit high school true basically ninth grade yeah ninth grade that's when the business starts um but you know leaving from that going into you know finding an agent you got to find an agent who's like gonna be the right fit for you who's gonna market you out out there to these teams and it's like so much shadiness you know one agent I talked to, uh was, like, downplaying the agent that I signed with. Like, you know, like, this dude ain't going to get you this and he ain't going to get you that, but I can get you all this and mm-hmm. just shit like that and, you know, just going through that and, you know, your teammates, you know, going in different directions and you just see, like, you just see so much happen right there so fast it's hard to, like, try to collect all that. And, uh you know, but the, you know, the workouts and stuff <laughs> – and them shits was hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> them shit like it's like trying out for an NBA team. Like you have to be very, very special. Like that shit just don't happen overnight. Yeah. Like no. these guys, including everybody around the world, is doing the same thing what you're doing. Yeah. But you have to stand out more, and you have to do more. You can't be content what you yep. did, and that's I felt like that's why I did wrong. At I was mm-hmm. too content. Mm-hmm. Instead of pushing myself more to give more to make it to, mm-hmm. you know, to get drafted or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, one
1: thing, one thing I always just piggybacking on that, which mm-hmm. I love that he said that make sure all my guys that I train listen to this is I always say this to my players. Don't blend in. Stand out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Simple as that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Pretty simple, especially mm-hmm. when you get to that level. because yeah. Like you said, there's so many people at the highest level trying to get to that mountaintop right so you know they've been working for years yeah and like you said you got to be you got to be special you got to be different
2: right (laughs) to to get there and especially like for me i should have you know i knew i was a good rebounder Mm -hmm. and a good post player Mm -hmm. but i wanted to do other shit that i shouldn't have like Mm -hmm. i shouldn't been doing Mm -hmm. like i want like i was trying to transition and playing a guard Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you know because I wanted to be like Lamar Odom, mm-hmm. Right. you know, right, six right. ten, yeah. who can handle, play outside, yeah. inside, yeah. do it all. But yeah. instead of just just being that Tim Duncan yeah. player that I was mm-hmm. overseas, mm-hmm. I should have did it when I came out of school.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then tell tell me about the overseas journey. I mean, I know you played, you know, a good amount of places. Obviously, Dog. you know, yeah. I would see you when you come back home and. Play with me in some leagues mm-hmm. and talk some shit, and then go out. You know what I mean? Like that was that was our relationship. Like you yeah, know what I mean? We, <laughs> we go to Destiny, hoop it up a little bit, and then he's out. Like you know right. what I mean? But not and uh, you know, uh, my my overseas experience was brief. You know, I said three and a half, four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with same you, right, Mark. Four. Yeah, but you did this, you know, ten plus years. Man. Yeah. yeah. You know, you this is and and again, what I always reiterate. And you know, you guys can tell me your experiences. But when I talk to guys that ask me about overseas, I say, "Listen, you have to be—you have to become aware of a lot of things you might not think about, like mm-hmm. what's the country's economy." Because mm-hmm. again, they'll say whatever to get you out there. Oh yeah. But if it's at a third world country, how they're going to pay you when they barely can sustain their own economy? How the hell you think they're going to pay yeah. you forty thousand yeah, dollars? Right? Exactly. You know what I mean? Then you have to look at the, uh, the the political climate. You know, some countries are literally in a state of war. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I, I played in I mean, a country that was yeah, in a state of war. Exactly. It's like <laughs>
0: you 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 kind of have to start becoming socially aware because yeah. you might get these contracts thrown yeah. at you and offered at you. But you know, I remember one player. So this is dumbest shit ever. Uh, when I was in the ABA, mm-hmm. guy said to me, He said, "Oh, I I got an offer from a um, was it North Korea? Huh? And I said, <laughs> What? I <laughs> said, He said, Yeah, I got an offer, man. I think I'm going to take. I said, I said. Right. You, you do you know what's going on in North Korea? Like you know they want to kill Americans, right? You say, no, nah, you tripping, bro? You tripping?" Bro. And I was like, "Do you ever open a newspaper or <laughs> you know watch CNN?" Like you know what I mean? Like and yeah. again, you know I get it. We're in the ABA. We're happy to get any kind of look, yeah. but that's yeah. North Korea, brother. Right? Like, that's they will chop your fucking head off. Right? right? What are you What are you talking about? So you know, I'm just saying for you, mm-hmm. maybe you could talk a little bit about those years and. You know, highlight some of the countries you like, maybe some of the ones you did not some of the programs you did, maybe some of the horror stories, because I know I've heard a few from <laughs> ex teammates and things like that. And,
2: you know, you tell me what what was that like? I mean, I was blessed. Um, I was blessed, to, you know, played 12 years uh, overseas. I've been all over, all over except Australia and Africa. Um, my first gig, uh, I played on a Euro Cup team, which is the Right under the Euroleague, mm-hmm. uh, my first team was over in Poland, uh, PGE Turo. Um, we had uh, seven Americans and uh, two domestic players. Uh, both of them were great shooters, and the rest were Polish guys. But they only one really played. Um, playing on that team, you know, leaving from playing American style basketball to coming to play European basketball is different. Uh, I'm young, at that time I was arrogant I had a big ego I had a chip on my shoulder Because I'm upset that I didn't get drafted You know, I had that going in Over there and uh, Those guys, they were like vets They were like five years in, six years in I'm a rookie, you know, coming over there With that nonsense And they (laughs) humbled me very well (laughs) They humbled me very well And um, the coach That I had uh, he was very, very tough, man. Very, very tough, and he took no bullshit. Mm-hmm. And um, I actually played very well out there with the time I did. Uh, we beat Bros Basket, who was the big is a big team. I think they Euro League now. I think, but at that time they were Euro Cup. Uh, that's when I had ten points, eight blocks, and five assists. That was like my breakout game that's, in the uh, Euro Cup. Solid. Uh, that guy. Uh, That I played against Was um, Arthur Johnson He played with the Miami Heat At that time And uh, I did my thing against him And um, You know Shit happened I got cut Going through that Going through that Was pretty tough Um, I got cut from the team And Ended up playing in the D League At that time And Sitting the bench on there So You know playing in the D League is very political. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. I'm not, Absolutely. you know, that's all I'm gonna say about that. Yeah. I did 3 yeah. years of that political uh played with Nick Nurse one year. Okay. Um with, with Iowa Energy, learned a lot from him. He's a great coach, great dude. Um but European basketball is not what people think it is. Uh because everybody has a role and it starts like from the five man, all you doing is setting pick and roll. Pick, roll, pick, roll, pick, roll. So you got to be in pick, roll shape if you're a five. <laughs> All right. If you're a four man, you basically is like Kevin Love, stretch, four, top of the key, three-point yeah. shot. Basically, you're going to have the ball in your hand majority of the times if you play in the four position, mostly yeah. at the top of the key. Yeah, um, Playing the three, that's basically the athletic player. Uh, you basically stand in the opposite corner of the two. The two is the only one that's going to shoot the fucking ball only in the corner. Is wow. only in the corner. <laughs> wow. That's it. Only in the corner. Okay. And the one is basically. He's the floor general, yeah. you know, running off the screens, hitting the guy off the five, or he may take a shot here and there, but basically he's going to either give it to the two-man mm-hmm. for the shot or he's basically going to pass it back up to the four and start the offense basically
1: it, all over. It sounds like the floor is just spread. Yeah, spread
2: out. It's just spread just out. Just spread. Yeah. Everybody yeah. runs the same plays. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so it really comes down to just your individual talent, I mean, creating out of those systems.
2: Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I played in a lot of different countries, you know, playing in Asia. hmm Basically playing over there like you really have to be an all- around player you can't mm-hmm. be just one-dimensional if so you're gonna get you're gonna get yeah. cut they're gonna mm-hmm. send you home no't matter how good you are if you're not doing what mm-hmm. they ask you they're gonna send you home
1: I got a funny story because this is in the Philippines and you might know I saw a dude drop 40. Right off the plane, dropped forty. They sent him back home. Mm-hmm. Real talk. About they, right? For real. And they won the game too. They won the game. And 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 I remember asking uh, my agent. I was like, "Just when I was in the Philippines, I was like, like why?" Yeah, <laughs> like you he drop dropped forty, 40. and then you're out of here. <laughs> it was the way he. It was his. It was the way he interacted with his teammates. Yep. Mm. It was the way he talked to the coaches. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. But like, he just dropped forty though, and it was nasty. And they sent him home. Yeah, I But was that's, like, okay. but that,
0: that piggybacks on a big point because. Um, I know straight up for me because I had to really grind it out to get notice. Even yeah. for my fir- my first contract was fucking terrible, but I really had to like grind it out to get there. Uh, likeability goes a long mm, way. Yes. Like nah, if your it, teammates like you and oh, man, your it, coaches like you, it mm-hmm, does go a long way. It, 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 not just the skill, but like yep. you know, liking the person, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I really talk to kids about that. That's where I circle back to the kids I coach. I said, you know, uh, college coaches are stuck with you. For potentially three mm-hmm. to four years mm-hmm. For six to eight months of their life Yeah So if they don't like you They don't care how talented you are yeah. They like get yeah. the hell out Like yeah. I'm not dealing with you no. And the same transition I think matters a lot At the pro level too What
2: mm-hmm. they do for the college level Is they'll just recruit another player Over your ass Exactly That's and, and, and if you see the coach not talking to you as much mm-hmm. Like he was before joking around You know yeah. do you want to work out And all this stuff hmm they recruit another player, and they'll be on that guy. And then you wonder why, like, why is Coach not talking to me like I used to? Yeah. Well, you probably rubbed him the wrong way. Yeah, And yeah. it does carry over to the pro level because, like, let's say, you know, you guys are overseas players, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, I come over there with my ego and all this stuff. Yeah. They, Y'all look in my face, smiling in my face and everything, but they'll go right behind your back to the coach like, he got to get the hell out of yeah. here. <laughs> and <laughs> then, like you said, drop 40 yeah. or whatever, yeah. and then you getting a ticket you know, here's your ticket, you know, thanks yep. blah, blah blah blah. Like, why did I get cut? They ain't gonna give you no answer. But yeah. it's basically it's the not players. Good, it's not a good fit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's That's the player. It's true. Yeah. But yeah, man, but nah, my over- yeah, I had a I had a ball, uh my favorite place was uh Hungary, Holland, Taiwan, and South Korea. Nice. And Lebanon, I, don't nice. know, wife, so I remember, I, I remember, my wife, I remember you wife like is leveled, not going like. to like it, but I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Lebanon was my favorite, <laughs> <laughs> nice. one of them. Yes, really nice. Why? Why? Because I get to do anything I want. Ah, okay, <laughs> I can that's drive fast if really? I want. Wow, like that, like that. That's what's, I, what's up. Yes, the, and, but they, but. They really love basketball out there. Mm. And um, I met a lot of good people there, the locals. Um, if they love you, they love you. And they'll do anything. Like, they'll give you their shirt if they if they wow. could, you know, even though it's a third world country. Yes. You know, serious yeah. right there. Right, right, right. You know, in all them countries. And they were in war at wow. one point. <laughs> Excuse me. They were in war at one point. Like you can hear like the planes and shit going by. You see the tanks and stuff going down the road. Like yeah, I seen crazy. so so much in that little country. But I can say, if you doing your thing in that country, yeah. the whole country knows who you
0: are. Wow. Nice. Wow. That's great. Yeah. No, that's dope. Wow, that's, that's that's a great. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's a great experience, brother. It is. Right. Um. So for your journey, can you tell me or circle back to any maybe? Uh, coaches, trainers that really like helped you along the way, or yeah. that you kind of like, you know, hey, shout out to X because you really helped make me the guy who I was.
2: Shout! Out. I got I got three shout outs. Uh, Gus Homestead is one. Nice.
0: That's Flash of
2: Gus. Dave Anker
0: is two. No Dave.
2: And my uncle. Hey, my uncle. And I break it down nice for on you know all three. Gus, like with me training with Gus. Uh I learned how to control the ball at like like a guard. Um, you know, footwork, nice. like certain moves. He's good at that. And just just having a lot of those pro guys, you know, come back and play. And when we get in picking, like when we play pickup and stuff, you know, it was it was a great atmosphere. You know, nice. just being, you know, being in training with, with uh Gus Um Dave Ankrum, same thing. You know, a lot of pro guys come through there, but what I learned from Dave is the backboard shot, Mm. Mm. Uh, the backboard shot, everything, you know, left hand, i develop a left hand um, and the backboard. That's what I gained from there working out with Dave, um, shooting with my left. You know, he, (laughs) for someone to be 55 plus still playing basketball Uh with guys that's high school, college, wow. and pros really? and still giving people buckets. Yeah. It's crazy. That's how I want to age. Goal. <laughs> <Like, laughs> just throwing that Goals. out there. <laughs> like this, this. 55? Wow. 55 plus. And he also plays in leagues, too. So he's wow. training with us. Yeah. So he's getting beaten, bruised, and yeah. stuff with yeah. us. So when he goes, plays in his league, yeah. it's easy. I love that. You know, that. it's easy. and oh, uh, That's great. You know, just working with him and, you know, just being – Under him Learning so much He played overseas also Mm. You know So he went through the grind And all that stuff Like how we went through it And uh, His son is actually Going through it now And um, I I I learned a lot From Dave You know Just being with him And then my uncle He's just the He was the true Master of Of me growing up As uh, High school Like he taught me everything Mm. Um, He got me into A lot of the Workouts I wasn't even supposed to get into. Wow. For instance, like working out over at Georgetown, mm-hmm. you know, like playing with Michael Jordan, playing with Mike Sweetney. You know who Mike Sweetney is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. Uh, Big man. Terrell Owens came through sometimes. You know, old Georgetown Hoya players came through. Yeah. Uh, wow. The only one that didn't come through. I'm a little upset, it's Allen Iverson. I was gonna ask that. Uh, <laughs> everybody else came through yeah. but him. Wow. <laughs> that would have been wow. great. But yeah. uh, you know, just to you know, just to get a chance to, you know, to work out with Patrick Ewing and Dekembe and and all those greats that was the Alonzo when he yeah. came through. Just you know, just being in that atmosphere when I was at a young age from fourteen all the way until I learned so much just yeah. being with with those guys, and they taught you, just like like they cursed at us, they fucking hit us, dunked on us. Mm-hmm. I've been dunked on plenty of times mm-hmm. by Pat and all those guys when they were playing. But it built character. Yeah. So when I went back to high school, oh, yeah. it was a piece of cake. Yep, sped it up the process. Cake. Yeah.
0: So you're coaching in the club now, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know that transition is <laughs> interesting but outside of – and we'll get more into that one too. Yeah. But um now that you're here, you're home, you yeah. know. I know I know the family's happy you're home yeah. and I'm glad you're here cuz yeah. it's good to see my friend. Um what what what's 5 years from now looking like for you? What are you thinking?
2: Hopefully Man, you can run this city. <laughs> hey, I like that. <laughs> I,
0: I would definitely, I, I would definitely take that challenge, on, brother. I love
1: it. <laughs> I
0: love this. And I, I deal with a lot of shit along the way, but you know me, I don't care. I, I deal with it either way. No, um, it's no. I, I like this man. It's great that you know three basketball minds. Um, well, I should say actually four because Ty, I got to give you some credit, brother. I know you are behind the camera, but hey. y'all don't know this man's a basketball head yes. too. So we are we, we we four brothers out here, yep, you know, yep. loving basketball, talking about it, and just trying yep. to help the next generation. So yeah. I just can't um, can't uh, invalidate that enough. Right. That kind of goes back to the next thing. Want to transition to um, so COVID, right? Because, again, it's just yeah. part of life. Got to talk about it. Yep. You know, Maybe a year from now it won't be, but for now it is. Uh It's forcing kids to play outdoors, right? It's it's forcing kids to train outdoors. I know, Mark, you're doing a yeah. lot of training outdoors. Seven I see days the a week. Yeah, I see a we lot working. of it. We're yeah. working. And uh, we're in California. <laughs> we're in Northern California that And just for... Anybody who's listening outside of this, it is not cold out here. Oh, <laughs> it is it, very yeah, hot out hot here. Very I mean, hot. I think what probably in this room right now is like seventy, and we we still managing okay. But trust me, it's hot. It's hot in this room. But, um, you know, we're working shit. It's getting to the hundred degree weather. I know yeah. yesterday it was like one hundred and three. Yeah, you know, it's July. Yeah, July. Yeah, exactly. Like so, what do we think about that? These kids are like. I, I can at least say this in the beginning. I actually. You know, I know, f- I would assume, especially for me and you, because we're to the same age, like, right. I played outdoors yeah, a all, lot. Yeah, like, I was I, played, I was about to get into it. Yeah, like, <laughs> I played outdoors, so, yep. you know, I, I was lucky enough. I grew up in the Bay in Oakland, so right. you never really get too crazy hot because you're right by the ocean and stuff, yeah. but still you're playing outdoors. I right. mean, in the city, yeah. you know where? Yeah, you might hear a gunshot or two, or you might, you know, mm-hmm. see a crackhead, you know, shoot by real quick. <laughs> you know, it's like that's, but that's your that's your playing ground. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's your that's your classroom. That's where you're getting better. That's how you learn learning the game. That's how you are getting tough. That's how you have ogs, yeah. you know, teaching oh, you how yep. to shoot and you're fi- you're figuring shit out. Right. You know exactly. what I mean? These kids. I mean you're we literally have our we, i have an a u club that has its own facility i mean come on, man yeah, like right, I yeah. wish I had an a hey, u club that had its own facility right. like that man, you know yeah. so it's it's um it is kind of funny and interesting. Seeing the kids who I believe with this COVID stuff, it's showing the kids that really want this, yes, and the ones who don't exactly. The ones who, and, and exactly. I always say to my kids, I said, There's basketball players and there's kids who play basketball.
1: Ooh, right. I like We're that. We're finding yeah. out
0: who the basketball players are because mm-hmm. the kids, um, bracy mm-hmm. um, and, and and shout out to bracy uh, he had a great yeah, Instagram I watched post. That. You saw yep, that? Yep. Uh, Bracey's a trainer, he does Called team rampage, and Vallejo, really okay. in Vallejo. Okay. and uh he had a nice uh story he was talking I was like 8 minute video but I'll give you guys the cliff notes he basically just said he said man if I'm at a high school and my high and I'm knowing saying my rival high school is outdoors training and practicing I'm calling my high school guys and I'm like man we got to get the fuck out of here cuz we can't lose to these guys we right. can't we can't use covid as an excuse why we're not in shape That's, and why we're mm, not you know lot of doing kids our is, thing is using covid it, as it, an exactly excuse. so yeah. I'm just curious of your thoughts on that
2: man um just to touch on you know playing outside you know for the old heads like us that was our that was our Mm gym you know mm -hmm. playing outside we didn't play indoors that's (laughs) it was that was a a luxury right Mm -hmm. that it was strictly hard wood i mean uh concrete yep outside playing for hours hours and like now I tried to go out there and play on the on the concrete. <laughs> I can't even get up and down the floor. <laughs> so, like me looking back on that, like how did I manage to right. do this? We figured it out. But you know this this whole COVID thing, man. It's it, I feel like it's it's setting a lot of kids back. You know, um, you know, some of them had great promise to you know going and and doing big things, and you know, I I really feel like this is making all the kids lazy and um and it's holding them back and hopefully we can get through it and find a way that these kids can get back on the on the uh field football field on the basketball court soccer field any any sport that they play i really feel like they just trying to control everything and try to keep us inside and instead of just like living our lives like You know for someone who's trying To like they finally Got you know Their confidence and plan And like okay mom like this is This is my year and this Happened you know what I mean and It's just sad you know And for us because you know We went through it but for them kids it kind of Like crushed them you know now They don't have the confidence they don't want to play They just want to be in the house be lazy Play video games may not work out it's it's sad man
1: what do you think yeah. mark yeah i mean it's definitely sad you know what i'm saying just because you know i'm pretty sure there was a lot of kids just especially like you know with the kids that i train where we had a game plan you know a blueprint or you know this is what we're gonna do this summer you about to go to school you got the scholarship This is going, you know and and of course with some of my kids who were you know who need AU to yeah. to be recruited to be seen? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it it puts a pause right now. But like I tell all my guys, you know, you have to work. Like things are going to go back to normal tomorrow. Yeah. That's the mindset, yeah. right? I mean, of course, everybody's not going to do that. But I feel like you know, just like being outside, you know, especially for me, you know. Of course, I'm not training. But I'm still standing out there in the sun.
3: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so,
1: so for me, you know, for me to, to be, you know, out there and making sure that guys are still staying consistent, that should have no excuse for anybody else. No. You know what I'm saying? To, like, what's going to happen if, 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 if things go back to normal and then you never know. Of course, you're assuming that people are going to take their time, but you never know. They're like, all right, AU starting this date you know what i'm saying do you really think in two to three weeks that's enough time compared to the other kid who's been doing this since the first shutdown right. you know what i'm saying so so it's it's definitely tough but control what you can control all yeah. right being in the gym or being outside working on your game whether yes you know it's, it's hot or whatever bring a gallon of water get your muscle memory up that's what mm-hmm. that's all i have to say about that you're so, right
0: and i, w- I watched uh I watch a lot of motivational videos and stuff all the time at UPS, I think I told you guys that before. <laughs> and Arnold Schwarzenegger said something that was pretty funny. He said, he said you know, people talk about, uh, he said, man, you know, sleep four to six hours mm. and then, you know, get up, work, lift, you know, because obviously the man was Mr. Universe for four mm-hmm. years in a row. He said, and he said, you know, people are saying to me, whoa, 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 what do you mean sleep four to six hours? I need eight hours. He said, well, go to sleep faster you know what I mean he said go sleep faster I love that because it's like you know kids will say well it's hot by 8 o'clock we'll get to the fucking park by 5 (laughs) like shut up and get to the park by 5 then you know what I mean get there before it's hot so uh, high school basketball Mm -hmm. going into that um, it's basically been verified Uh, a lot of high schools are doing distance learning Uh, in our area in Rockland it might be like two days in class three days distance learning sounds about right Um, for everybody Football for most schools, if it's even happening, is not going to happen till January. Those football seasons are going to be extremely short, and that means basketball is not going to happen till March of next year. And mm-hmm. that high school season is going to be league, maybe some playoffs in league. done back to AAU. Um, how do we feel about that? No high school season for a lot of these kids. Imagine seniors, juniors, right? Like now, what do we do? Do we do they basically just invest and prepare more for? AaU or yeah. you know it's the it's basically this high school season irrelevant now yeah you know what I mean I
2: mean I feel like uh, AAU back when I was playing I felt like AAU was dominant anyway mm-hmm. like high school was okay yeah we are gonna play high school but AAU is where we really need to showcase yep. um I think it's great for the kids now they I don't know if if the coach is still gonna you know, go through it with the video or they, you know, we send tapes or they're yeah, watching yeah, the yeah. games or yeah. if they come live. But if so, I feel like you got a better shot trying to make it to a school than you playing high school. Because mm. from what I've been hearing, just, you know, just talking to different people, it seemed like their high school coaches don't do shit for them. Not mm. nowadays. Not, not like it used to be. <laughs> high school
0: right. coaches, you know, were more the pivotal – and I'm and I'm speaking this as a high school coach, because I coach at Whitney High and I'm the JV coach there. But yeah, most most of the recruitment nowadays, uh college recruits, thirty five percent of them come from J C. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's eighty two percent come from AAU. Wow. Oh. That's that's the numbers. Like people can look it up, you know. If you believe in Google, go look it, it up. Like, that's just what it is. It's man. the truth. I mean, because
2: yeah. like like I said before without me playing on Boo or Blue Devils, I probably wouldn't be talking to you. Yeah. You know, like AAU is AAU is is a big platform. It can hurt you or it can help you.
0: Yep. It
2: helped me because like I said you got a thousand coaches sitting right there. But you gotta go out there and perform. Yeah. You can't you can't take no days off. Yep. You know, if you really wanna be a ball player, like you really got to put the time in. It can't be okay, I'm gonna work out you know, for two hours here, and then the rest of the day I'm going to do just do nothing. No, dude. Yep. No. Yep. <laughs> you got to constantly keep going mm-hmm. because that other kid in, in Nevada or California yep. or Texas is yep. doing the same thing, but probably doing it more. Yep. It's, it's like basketball is global now. You're right. It's not just homebound. It's global
0: now. Second, second just so you guys understand, it's the second uh, biggest sport in the world now. Yep. Um, I think it surpassed baseball. Because baseball is still in big in Latin countries, right. but we're talking about as a whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus soccer, soccer always oh, going to yeah, be yeah, king. We're, we're, yeah. we're never going to, we're never going be, to beat, that. we'll never beat that. Yeah. But uh next is basketball. Yeah. I mean, it really has reached that level of popularity. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, so for you aspiring hoopers out there, you're competing with the world now. Yeah, yeah. Not, it's not your city, it's not just your state, it's not even just
1: your country. You're competing with the world. And <laughs> and there's so much like with us growing up. You know what I'm saying? Cause I use the way the way of course when I'm training, like I'm just always researching and studying other trainers and players. I didn't have we didn't have no YouTube, oh, no, 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 no resources. No. <laughs> and even now, even now with, 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 with trainers, you know, because I feel like a lot more people as trainers are coming out now and, and, and using social media as a platform mm-hmm. to build their business and to and to to help train kids we didn't have that there's no, so many no. resources slam now Slam magazine yeah man for <laughs> real yeah oh that's yeah. that
0: definitely magazine. is throw throwback. slam sports yep. illustrated yep. And yep. <laughs> that's throwback i right forgot here. the other one there oh. what i'm trying to think with um i'm trying to think the one we had in oakland was it? hoop sports i can't remember I it the was name. something but i know something it was like, like all too. the colleges yeah yeah, yeah. And
2: it, that's where you can like all right yeah well, <laughs> when i'm ranked at this right yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean
0: that that's really what it was uh-huh. and, yeah. and then now we're gonna circle back to you dt mm-hmm. with uh you're now a coach yeah <laughs> welcome to the, <laughs> welcome <laughs> <laughs> and, and i know you know you're dealing with a uh 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 and a, a developmental team. Yes. Okay? They're, yes. They're they're not wrecked. They're but a little above wreck. But they right. are the guys that you know. You yes. got to figure out. Right. Can they play this game? Are they going to continue? Are they going to quit? Like you're. You got that group, right? Mm-hmm. There's there's just tiers to it. There's levels to it. Right. And and you'll find your voice as you go. As I keep telling you, you know yeah. what I mean. But uh, talk to me about that. Talk to me about the transition to. <laughs> Pro player <laughs> to coach. And you and Mark, you caught a little bit of it when he came in that yeah. day, man. Yeah. 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 And yeah. he won. Yeah.
2: <laughs> man, um, it's fun. I, I enjoy it. Uh you basically gave me the foundation of like what I'm going to be getting myself into <laughs> and now I'm going through it. Yeah. Uh me being a pro player uh i had way way too much expectations on my kids way too way too much um i thought they can do this i thought they can do that hell no (laughs) they can't do neither you know and um but every day like when i go home you know i vent to my wife you know telling like i went down and and I always like i always stay up like an extra hour or two and just look at like different like plays coaches and stuff on youtube right. just 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 trying to find the right fit for mm-hmm. my guys um you know every day i try to think like what can i do with them this week like yes you know we need to work on plays but only a few might run it and mm-hmm. the other few don't know it right and then i always question myself and i'm like okay aren't you guys varsity players yeah <laughs> Like aren't you like I'm when I first came into this I'm thinking these guys 17 they seniors or you know juniors or whatever playing up I'm expecting these dudes to know how to play basketball You know what I mean yeah, Like yeah. I'm supposed to come like okay you know Mark you know I mm-hmm. just just come off the screen just just a little bit to get your shot off Chris yeah. you know just run the floor hard yeah. you know stuff like that No I have to coach What <laughs> 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 that tells you
0: what high school level looks like? I mean, yeah. that's these yeah. are high school varsity players. That Man, tells you what it looks like. I really,
2: yeah. I really didn't know it was like that. And you know, now I'm finally getting the backstories of my kids. Some didn't even play at all. Yeah. Uh, some transferred different schools because they didn't like the coach. Mm-hmm. Some played, but they just like lacking on like effort or you know just toughness. Yeah. It's just so much and. Eventually, I'm going to learn how to cope with that and, and express my, like he said, my voice. Yep. Eventually, it's going to come out. Yeah, but yeah. by me being so laid back and chill all my life, mm-hmm. this is, like, this is, I think this is my true test yep. of me opening up so people can see yeah. how I am. And, yeah. it's
0: a, and it's a challenge. I mean, it's, you you find, when you transition out of being a player, you mm-hmm. find a new hunger, a new, like you said, you're up learning yeah. the game mm-hmm. from a coaching aspect right and and it it drives you to be a competitor in a different way yeah right because any one of us you know you have fucking amazing fadeaway by the way but like any <laughs> any one of us could go on a court and say okay man make a right hand layup like this yeah. like we can physically do it you yeah. know what i mean i'm come off a of torn achilles and i could still yeah. knock down 23s like right. but yeah. how <laughs> how do you work with this fifth grader yeah, <laughs> who, can, right. who can barely, you know, get, get the ball above his yeah, head? Right. Like, and you have to, that's the challenge for Patience, us, right? Yeah. Right. Hey, pay- and even as a trainer, right? Because you get kids, uh, and I've seen your yeah. videos, you get kids from ground one. Yeah. Like.
1: That's how it started. You know, day
0: one can't,
1: mm-hmm. can't do
0: anything. I'm sure even like, because, you know, with, with Myron, mm-hmm. um, like that's your guy, yeah. Uh, but I'm sure you went to his high school games. You see some of his teammates, and you're yeah. like, "Oh my god, yeah! How, why are you on the team?" Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like that's the type yeah. of type of, you've yeah. been to my Whitney JV yeah. games. You saw that, bro. You yeah, see man. guys. Like, you saw Jaden stand out as right. a freshman, right? But think about that. My best player was a freshman, mm-hmm. and I had juniors on that team. Yeah, it's uh,
2: crazy. It, I mean, it's just how much work you put in. Yeah, yeah. you, right. know, you exactly. like nowadays, like it's like it's whoever. Grinding the most Is gonna get the most time It it doesn't matter If you're a saint Like okay This is my big thing That I have a problem with That's here in Sacramento Um, Most of these kids Or when I talk to them Or hear them They always say Their coach Don't play their guys if they only juniors and seniors if i got a ninth grader who's Mm -hmm. a fucking
1: beast yeah
2: why is he not on the varsity team yeah
0: i'm telling you that that happens though real talk it does uh i can tell you the coach the former coach at oakmont he was very much that way um he uh he said i i don't play underclassmen i play juniors and seniors only even though the sophomores and freshmen are
1: better than them
2: that's the dumbest thing. Right? I want. I got this guy for the next three yes, years.
1: Exactly. We can
2: make something happen.
1: Exactly.
2: But they all. I don't get it. It's mm. it's just confusing to me.
0: It, it's and it's just weird traditions and things like that. I
1: mean, hey, who, who is knows? it a type of like? Of course, like I said I'm, I'm a trans. So, I don't, so with is it a type of coach? Is it a old school mentality? Are these coaches more from back in the day? I I, th-
0: I believe so. Like okay. the coach at Wood Creek Hibbs. Um, Who won state? I think a couple of times. He's a legendary coach, but he is very old school, like very old school. You know, Mm -hmm. he don't. I I think just this past year, he just started pressing. He wouldn't press because he just didn't believe in pressing. I'm like, what fucking high school team doesn't press? Like (laughs) that's all I do. I'm, you know, (laughs) I'm a pressing running gun. We trying to get thirty on you, like in two two minutes. Like, you have some who are just very, you know, still rigid. Yeah. um to be fair and mm-hmm. you know maybe this might rub some people in the wrong way but I I can at least speak on it from my journey because of the coaching and the pl- different places I've been and the different coaches I know. Mm-hmm. Uh it's more white coaches straight up mm-hmm. white coaches are typically mm-hmm. more the rigid guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say brothers like if you go to Grant mm-hmm. or coach Denard, mm-hmm. you know, uh, shout out to you coach D. Um there's a reason Grant won mm-hmm. sectionals. I mean, he plays to his style of player, yeah, I, I feel like I, w- I watched them, play. right you know i feel like yeah you were at the playoff game yeah game. you were at the playoff I game like like i feel game. like brothers have a black coaches have a tendency to try to evolve right and mm. and understand mm. that my game my style of coaching has to adjust to my personnel right
3: mm-hmm
0: Unfortunately, I feel with most Caucasian coaches. And I'm not. I'm not saying, and I can only speak on my experience. So, hmm. for people listening, you say, are you saying all white? Covers? No, I'm <laughs> not saying that. that. I'm just saying from my experience, more Caucasian coaches have a harder time sometimes transitioning to okay. I gotta, I gotta evolve. I gotta change. There's a reason Coach K and Coach Calipari are still some of the best in their fields. They've evolved with the game. The best coaches evolve with the way the style of the game is yeah, you know you what to. i mean yeah if you want to be successful yeah. in the high school level because there's more intangible like their job isn't pending typically their job is not pending on if they win or lose because they're usually teachers they usually work for the school athletic director exactly so it, it doesn't they can they can go oh yeah. and 30 it and they're still gonna have the job yeah. because they're like oh i want it done my way this is the right way and it's like that's why you don't win you yep. know what I mean? Right. So it, that's what I think you see at this high school level, especially yeah. out in places like this sometimes.
2: Yeah, it's just, I mean, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out. Like, <laughs> there's no way, like, I still get upset about y'all game like i still talk to it till this day like they should not l- lost that game i feel like that five in five out you can't do that when it's money time right right this is money they that coach yeah. from grant didn't make no subs nah. he yeah. made two subs and this was this was wow. just
0: so you understand the context where it's hard yeah. this was uh the game um the that would have i think led to the semis no it, no yeah it was, yeah, it, was the, the it was going to lead to the semis yeah it was the second yeah, i think it was the second, second round. round so wow. it was Grant versus Whitney wow um uh-huh. and and i mean it was a battle but again yeah you know Whitney lost unfortunately but that game if they would have won that i really feel Whitney would have won the entire yeah. cuz oh. grant beat grant, us yeah, and then grant they won, won all yeah, the yeah they won the oh, okay. that Game Whitney versus Grant was really to determine yeah. who was going to be yeah. the division champion. That was the championship. Game. That was the championship game, yeah. in my opinion. And I know.
2: felt like like watching like I was just like just being just a regular guy. Like I don't know because I watched his game. That's JV. That's totally mm-hmm. you know different program. Mm-hmm. Like I always been hearing about Grant 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 mm-hmm. Grant Grant. Let me go watch this team, and yeah. I've been here and you know Whitney because of Anthony, yeah. and and the kids that's here yeah. at YBA. So I was like, mm, this is perfect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it was a good ass game. Yeah. But I just felt like Whitney had the upper hand. At they should have won the game. Yeah. They hands down they should have uh-huh. won the game. Like Grant, yeah. they had two guys dribble the ball, dribble the ball, dribble the ball, yeah. dribble the ball, shoot. <laughs> that's uh-huh. it. Dribble yeah. the ball, dribble the ball, shoot. Yeah. Run his own. Mm. You know I'm saying? They had one shooter. And he was decent at that. Yeah. You know what I mean? When he had big kids, but they never played to their strength. Uh, they got the bit like, what's that kid name?
1: Ryan. Ryan, Ryan right? Big, big yeah. yeah. Play
2: through him. Mm. Play through him.
1: They didn't do that. No. What he never touched doing? the ball. What, was, <laughs> what were they doing then? What was the, the game plan during that? game it was a lot of guard play I mean it was you know they were trying it
0: was, yeah. it was a lot of transition basketball I mean you know um, it's just coach French and and that's my guy because I do work for Whitney you know he does have a particular subbing pattern okay. and I I'm trying to help him even break that habit because again I it works for what he has typically he didn't have the athletes that he's mm. getting now you yeah. know what I mean and I'm catching shit because he's getting some of those athletes because you got a lot of YBA kids yeah. all of a sudden going to Whitney. So yeah. everybody, of course, blames me. So I'm like, I ain't telling <laughs> nobody shit. Yeah. But I think him breaking the habits is something he's learning to do and yeah. he's willing to do now that he realizes he has the pieces to do it. Mm-hmm. That Grant game, I think, was kind of his look at like, you know what, I do kind of got to change a few of my subbing habits because there was just – you know, sometimes he was sub that maybe he didn't need to or sometimes where he could have went, like, he he could have had Anthony and Ryan in more and yeah. run with a two-big, you mm-hmm. know. Two big yeah. Because they had their two-bigs yeah. out there. Yeah. And, yeah. So, you know, but he runs a four-out-one-in system, which overall is a good – I mean, he they had a great record last year. Whitney was winning. Like, they were one yeah. of the top schools. Um, but, again, you know, playoff <laughs> basketball is different. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, not the same.
2: Yeah. You can't take no yeah, – because that – that team that you beat by 30? Yep. Normally be the scary they them the scary team to watch out for cuz now hey we got nothing to lose they yeah, exactly. fucking hitting shots this dude can't shoot. He didn't hit like six threes. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. it, like, it's just the luck of the draw because it's a it's a whole new it's yeah. a whole new environment, whole new game now. But I really, to this day, I really felt like Whitney should have won that game. But mm-hmm. you know, shout out to Grant. They won. Yeah, Got good players, and it, I enjoyed watching them. Man, yeah. it felt like a college atmosphere yeah, for with real. The, with
0: the, they had the bands and all that. I remember band that? And, that was crazy. And everything
2: that, like the atmosphere and that yeah. was like I was looking at Grant. Yeah. Band more than I was watching the game. <laughs> I'm they, telling. Yeah, it was entertaining. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? It but, was a great atmosphere. Yeah, great I enjoyed game. it, man. Um I enjoyed it. But, you know, just I hope these kids and I hope they really take the time to work out and master yep. their craft and stop being lazy and if they talking about they want to play at the next level, dude, you have to Yeah. <laughs> the workouts have to be extremely exactly. Yep. You know what Like I
0: mean? like I love what Ted said. He said um it's not sacrifice, it's investment. Yep. Right, it's not sacrifice. You're not sacrificing time. You're investing your time. Yeah. Right, and I love that. Love that look. Like that. that that one word difference. You yeah. know what I mean? Makes a huge. You're not sacrificing. You're investing. Yeah, right. It can be gone like that. Exactly. Yeah. Like
2: twelve years went by that fast, and I'm thirty five. <laughs> yeah. College went by that fast. You know, four years. You know what I mean? Like time is is going extreme fast. Time so. is undefeated. Yeah, always.
0: Right. <laughs> um, and speaking on a uh, great games um this is uh kind of something i want to point out just for myself um i want to give a shout out to coach robinson and team touch um a lot of those kids were former yba kids um the twins tyree and uh, uh tyrese rose and uh Derek lamb those are some guys I've, I've worked with and coached and Derek i trained and my friend so just a quick precursor coach robinson was a yba coach um he uh he had an elite team an eighth grade elite team i had an eighth grade elite team he unfortunately decided to leave and create his own team which is team touch which is from touch shooting it's an adidas gold gauntlet team okay. Okay. we played each other yesterday and uh in a great game we've been competing against each other kind of for years it was very interesting dynamic and my team kind of evolved from a d-level team into this elite freshman group that nice. you know you know the boys and yeah. you've seen them transition to now um you recorded them i mean yeah. you saw them and yeah. uh the twins that were there when you recorded yeah, them, yeah, those yeah. those boys were former yba oh, kids okay. and so um it, it was it was a very lot a lot of emotion very high intense game because you know we had played robinson previous years before and we kept losing and i got a player from humble uh his is brandon um, and this kid's phenomenal. Uh, his mom is actually the women's head coach at uh, Humboldt State University. Wow, okay. So I have her son, and this kid is amazing, and he was a huge X factor. He had basically the game winner to go up on them, but... I just want to give a lot of credit to his team. It was an incredible game. Uh, we won by one, one, fifty-one fifty. Jaden had an amazing game. I mean, it was it, it was one of those games where everybody in courtside started watching it. They hey. went to the main court and just started watching it, and they were just like, "Whoa, this is one hell of a game!" And yeah. I mean, it was it was just two Titans. I mean, it was just two Titan freshman teams. Going at it And yeah. it was brutal You got some text. You got some You know Elbows <laughs> being thrown I mean it was like it, The atmosphere was very similar Like I said That Grant Whitney It was just yeah. And you know At the AAU level That type of atmosphere Because everybody's Basically superstars Where they come from So right. it's like a it's like an all-star game if guys wanted to play defense. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically what it is, and it was just amazing to be around. So again, you know, Marcus, I just I just wanted you to uh, hear this because I know you listen to my podcast and you support it. But your team did an outstanding job. Um, I'm I'm very happy. Uh, we got the chance to play each other and had a great game. Um, the only thing, not a fan of is his assistant coach kevin and i don't give a shit if you hear this bro like stop stop being a jerk and you know love the kids whether they win or lose because just a quick verse like he didn't he once we beat him he didn't want the team to even shake our hands you know just because that's bull exactly and but robinson because he's the head coach he said no fuck you we're gonna shake hands we've known each other for years like you know what i'm saying so
2: so if Sorry to cut you no, off. No, you good. So if he would have won the game, oh, oh y'all would have shake hands. Oh, no, we don't right? shake
0: hands and cheer. And, I, and then, of course, he's transitioning, I guess, in their huddle. Because Robinson told me, he's like, he's like he's trying to discredit my team, saying they're not even that good. We beat them for the past two or three years. Remember I told you about the wow. long game? Remember the long yeah. game? Yeah, You yeah. might beat me for yeah. two, three years, but eventually yeah. I'm yeah. going to pass you up. Because yeah. my guys are always working, always getting yeah. better. I'm always trying to help them get there. So, yeah. you know, again, uh, Kevin – If you hear me on this, dude, relax. (laughs) Like, that's all I'm trying to tell you. Relax and be for the kids, man, because that type of attitude, if you're in a position as a coach, we have a lot of power. We have a lot of influence as coaches and trainers, and we need to make sure we're at least doing our best to set the right example. Right? You know, if you're saying – if you're showing to your kids as a coach you can't lose gracefully, right, how do you think that's going to translate to those kids growing up? And then especially – if they're in college or, you know, uh, if they're getting looked at by colleges and let's say they're 20 down mm-hmm. in a game and now their body language is poor and they're yeah. having shitty attitude. What college coach is going to like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I need on my team. Like, yeah. I need a goddamn uh, kid that hates when he loses I, was, I acts was, like shit.
1: I was just watching. It's off topic. It's, yeah, it's, it's No. Nah hopefully it doesn't sound stupid, but me and my wife were watching The Karate Kid yesterday. A little flashback. <laughs> he remind he sound like the, the guy from Cobra Kai who's teaching his kids how to, you <laughs> know exactly. I'm like, damn, you can't do that. You know what I'm saying? So I know it's off topic. It was just kind of funny. No, that's exactly what it is. Shout out to the wifey. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: so, and then, you know, uh, one thing I wanted to ask just because it was a funny topic and I just figured we should talk about it because we're all men. We're all, fortunate enough to play high level basketball, right. college basketball right. and just be crazy and have fun. Mm-hmm. Um I think basketball players get more attention than all the other sports. I think we're we're cooler, we're more trendy like yeah. everybody messes with us more than they mess with let's say now, don't get me wrong like football players have their notoriety but like yeah. you know Tom Brady, right? Everybody knows Tom yeah. Brady. Yeah. Yeah. But do you know the third string guy behind him? Yes. Like, do you know no. the third string quarterback? No. Probably not. No. <laughs> but I guarantee if you go on the Lakers, yeah. you literally yeah, know yeah, the 15th yeah. man. Gua- yeah.
2: uh, Guapolo, I think I'm saying his name right, was the backup quarterback for the Patriots. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's true. It's I just, true. Right? Look at
1: Caruso from the Lakers. Yeah, Everybody loved Caruso. Hey, you you so know what I'm saying? saying? I
0: feel like basketball, because I, like you said, like, yeah, you had a great time in Lebanon. That was me in the Dominican. Like, in the Dominican, man, like. Man, People man. knew me. Ladies like me a little bit. <laughs> <They> <laughs> I mean, it was the beaches was great, man. Like yeah. it, was, it was fun. So yeah. I just kind of wanted to get you guys' take on. Uh, you know, I feel like Hoopers. We're, we're
2: we're just cooler.
0: I don't care. I don't care what nobody yeah. got to yeah. say. It's true. Gotta,
2: we got to swag, but you know what? We got to get someone who played. Major League Soccer, though. Yeah, Ooh. that's true. That's true. You soccer I mean? players really get a lot of right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Europeans, not MLS. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. MLS no, yeah, yeah, No, we USA <laughs> yeah. men's soccer is terrible. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. gotta find
0: somebody. Those who guys played are gods. over there. Like, <laughs> da- like David Beckham is a legend. Yes, <laughs> <Damn>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a legend. Yeah, but that—that that was the only guys that I feel beat us. But here
2: in America, yeah. man NBA yeah man we got the swag we got everything Mm -hmm. because that's what I mean I feel like that's what they broadcast more than is basketball the culture the culture yeah.
0: and so you know let's talk about respectfully disrespectful so we we got a little bit about that Um, parents talking to kids I mean that to (laughs) me (laughs) you know that shouldn't be a thing but I can tell you being at courtside this weekend that is definitely a thing Uh, and what I mean by parents talking to kids I mean parents talking to other people's kids uh yeah, i don't think that should happen unless it's from a coach or unless it's constructive i mean right. as a parent if you know the game and you want to help a kid out or be constructive, like absolutely i i because i do believe it, it takes a village we we like to believe in American culture, which is individual, 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 individual. We're not. We're a part of a greater tribe, right? It just is what it is. It's just the USA is a big tribe. It has its flaws for sure, but we are a part of a bigger tribe. The basketball community is even smaller part yeah. of that tribe, you know, so we can all learn from each other, help each other, things like that. But unfortunately, had a parent uh, talk to a group of kids, tell them, be quiet. She didn't necessarily use the right tone. Father got angry. Uh, started cursing her out. I mean, it got to the point where parents were about to fight each other. One dude with dreads was calling guys out saying, let's go outside and fight. Sheriffs got called, you know what I mean? Um, And clearly with the climate of Mm -hmm. Black Lives Matter, I mean, that's literally the shirts me and DT wearing. You know, shout out for YBA making these Black Lives Matter shirts. But, you know, we don't want a sheriff at Uh, basically a black event. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: they could have shut... they could have shut it down. Exactly.
0: So, you know, how how do we
1: feel about that? Well, I mean, from my side of it, man, like that's, like you said, you got to lead by example. You know, these kids are seeing this and with everything that's going on in the world right now, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's where we kind of have to stop. The 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 ignorance, you know what I'm saying? Especially in, in 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 a basketball setting where we all know basketball is supposed to bring everybody together. Yes. Right. So when you're in this type of environment and you're a parent and you have kids, like you're bra- you're basically, in a way, like your 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 child is seeing this. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like yeah, it's just uh, like you said. That's why I don't like the coach. <laughs> that's <laughs> why I ain't trying to coach, man. Shoot, sure. I might be that coach. Be like, I right, will see you outside then. Like, sure. exactly. you know what I'm right. saying? So? For I don't real.
0: Know. It's uh, how you feel, D. I
2: mean, I, I really feel like these parents should just, you know, just be happy that, yeah. you know, that they are actually getting a chance to play basketball, yeah. you know, because some point down the line, your son might play with your son. Mm. You know what I mean? So how I look at it, I always be nice no matter what. If, if Like, let's say if your son is gunning and everything, mm-hmm. you still want to support, you know, yeah. you still support that kid. You know what I mean? Because, like I said, one day you might be on this kid's team. One day, you know. So you, I, I try not to get in into that type of atmosphere. I try to be calm, supportive. Like I said, yeah, you never, I don't want it to come down when you got to go out there and fight. Like, what are you solving off this? So we get into this fight. What's going to happen? Exactly. exactly. Nothing. I'm still going to see you next week. So (laughs) we're going to fight again? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is how it's going to go the rest of the time? Exactly. And the the kids kids are seeing
1: this. The kids are, a kid will be like, well, shoot, my dad said I'm about to call somebody out too then. You know what I'm saying? Like, Right,
2: and you know, like, let's, let's just say if it was college coaches there.
1: And, and this
2: college coach saw your dad acting like this. Mm,
1: yeah. Then you
2: you know what I'm saying? Like you have to like look at stuff like that. That's like true. look at the bigger picture. Don't yep. don't be just all about me be selfish. Like that's a selfish move right there. Like yep. I'm gonna fight. You know what I mean? Like who exactly. cares? Like, okay, you all right, let's say you win the fight, then what? Exactly. You're not getting anything out of it. Nope. Nothing. So what are you gaining? You know? True. So let the kids grow. We like I say, we already had our time, let them have their time. And let them go out there and showcase themselves.
0: Right? And exactly. And, and again, as I said before, we're, we're a part of the bigger tribe. Like, mm-hmm. we want to see – I would like to think we want to see everybody succeed. So, you know, just try to keep that in mind, parents, please. You know, because even the day before uh, – <laughs> I told you guys I was in between uh, uh, um, Matt Barnes' sister right. and, and uh, wow. you know and Matt if you ever hear this like you know just to <laughs> let you know I was in between his sister and um, which I'm actually pretty cordial and cool with um, we've always had good conversation and a, a coach colleague of mine uh, Aaron getting into it and I'm doing my best to try to de-escalate the situation I'm just standing there I just happen to be in that position but you know, I just I hate to see stuff like that because then it started trickling down to the kids mm-hmm. because then her son started getting into it with Anthony. And right. then I had to get in between her son and Anthony. And again, you just don't want to see that. You this know?
2: wasn't the the incident that day when Anthony got. No, that was oh, this this is a different is, this day. Is, this is, is yesterday. Oh, right. All so right. that's
0: what I'm saying. I don't I hate to see stuff like that. right mainly even more so because of the climate today we need unity more than ever of course we're gonna have disagreements of course we're not always gonna see eye to eye that's just human nature but mm-hmm. fighting over youth sports yeah, it's, you all, know, yeah, it's, it's just bullshit. you know yeah. adults fighting yeah. over you if anyone should have the relevance to fight it's the kids because it's basketball it gets heated it gets aggressive right. okay not say the same they should fight but it's understandable right parents fighting in the crowd it's hard to understand that yeah. in any capacity you know what i'm saying so i i just feel like i want to get that vocalized like parents uh anybody out there please let's try to do better Let, let's let's try to set the example for the kids we're not perfect we're not even going to try to portray like we're perfect nah. but every day we can try to do better um want to talk about one more thing and before we get out of here uh it was something that was just kind of on my mind. I was watching more of uh, Gabe the Great. You remember the yeah, AU link yeah. I sent you? I, I got forwarded that to you, DT. It's really, yeah. really good. Okay. Um, he was talking about black AU versus white AU. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Is there a difference, you know, the cultural differences? And for those listening or watching, let me really try to clarify black AU and white AU. Um I'm basically talking about cultures. I'm not literally talking about like the race of the kids. I'm just right. talking about the overall cultures, like Oakland Soldiers' culture, especially because they're based in Oakland mm-hmm. and you know their um, uh, predominantly black program is going to be very different than let's say Utah Empire. Mm-hmm. Utah is pretty much an all white based program, right. and and it's a very good program because I played against and they've whooped my ass. You know, I mean, they but they're you know a bunch of Caucasian kids that you know are from Utah and then you have the Oakland soldiers which are typically a bunch of kids from Oakland and the Bay culturally very different you yeah. know what I mean but both still get winning results Right. Um, I just want to talk about kind of some of the differences we might see as trainer coaches and you know our thoughts on that so what do you guys think?
2: I feel like it shouldn't be a white and black thing you know why should it be a black AU or a white AU? Mm-hmm. AU is AAU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If a white kid can fucking play. He can play. Yeah. A white kid can fucking play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If a black yeah. kid can fucking play, which we see a lot, yeah. he can yeah. play. Mexican, Asian. you know, the list goes down. It, yeah. it shouldn't matter. If a kid is good, a kid is good. Yeah. And you that's know what I'm
0: saying? Why I wanted to talk about it just cause we've been fortunate enough to play. Mm-hmm. Around the world So right. we've seen yeah. You know From I mean, different states Different And that's why I wanted to talk about it Because man, I, man,
2: And you know Just by speaking of That like I've seen You know Guys from like Lebanon mm-hmm. You know They got their stars You know mm-hmm. Taiwan yeah, You know I had a chance To play with Jeremy Lin Little brother nice, wow, nice. You know He's a good Point guard Great shooter Um And he's Asian Yeah Uh latin americans they yeah. play hard as yeah. fuck yeah they and do and they don't care and, and if you want to square up oh they ready yeah. and they got the crew behind them right. also so you might want to watch out for yeah. that That's true. you know what i mean so yeah. it, it really don't matter like now how basketball is played now you really can't be like okay it's only a black yeah. sport no, no bro it's because universal we, yeah it's shit Look at the yeah. Europeans. That's uh, Jokic and everybody yeah. else. That's uh, Luka Doncic and everybody that's in the NBA right now. Like killers, you know, <laughs> Paul yeah. These European guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Normally we look. We used to look over them. Now yeah. <laughs> they come yeah. over and kicking our ass. Yep. You know, and uh, we shouldn't. It shouldn't be a category of a black and white. You know, because I played against some. If you want to say white AU programs. It kicked our ass. Yeah, yeah.
0: It happens. <laughs> it you know it happens, what I mean? Because they know how yeah. to play the game. Right. Yeah.
2: They what what they okay, what I can't say that they do different than black AU if you since we're on this topic, yeah. is that the white teams, they're more disciplined. Mm. They run their sets. Yeah. Everyone knows their role. Is mm-hmm. no me. Mm-hmm. Everyone can score. Yeah. Versus if you go consider if you want to say black mm-hmm. AU. You might have one or two kids doing everything or everybody want to do. It's a lot of ego. Right. Yeah. Everybody bickering it, uh, against each other. You know, yeah. like, shit, I can shoot. He can shoot. He can yeah. shoot. And, and we all fighting for the ball instead of just playing as a team. And that's yeah. that's the only thing I can say that's different if you want to consider the black and the yeah. white is that, that they're more disciplined, you know, I mean, you might have some programs that's black that is yeah. disciplined, but they might not have the athleticism yeah. or skills to do yeah. it. Yeah. You know, versus the white side, they know how to use their skills to yes. their advantage. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, no,
1: I agree with you. You know, just to pick back what you were saying, yeah. I, I agree with everything you said, and you know, of course, the difference. You know, which is to me the the like you said, it shouldn't matter. You know what I'm saying? But if you want to talk about the differences, then yes, you know, you got the YAU teams, like you said, they're more disciplined, mm-hmm. they run their sets, you know, probably more a little more skill when you're talking about shooting, you know what I'm saying, pick and roll, where yes, the, the African American kids are physically, most of the time, faster, quicker, jump higher, you know what I'm saying? So so if you want to talk about those type of differences, then yes, they're there, but at the same time, like you were saying, um, it is it shouldn't matter, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. We all can play together, we all can play on the same team. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, there's still, there's still, you see a lot of AAU squads where there is still a mixture, you know what I'm saying? So, so,
2: so yeah, the, the, and, that's, one, and one more thing, uh, sorry, month. for no, cutting no. you off, uh, one more thing, resources, yeah, mm. resources is the big thing. I yeah. should have, I should have threw that in there. What I mean by that, meaning like for the white program, they might have a gym mm-hmm. with AC, yeah, wet light on. Yeah. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They, they can have the time to do all their fundamentals and get their shots up and everything yeah. versus – now, I've seen it. Like I said, you got some black coaches that know the game mm-hmm. and you got some that don't know the game. Right. The mm-hmm. ones who don't know the game, they're all they're going to do is just shout, like, God, that motherfucker, like, mm-hmm. play hard defense. <laughs> yeah. Like, how do you play hard defense? <laughs> like, how? <laughs> like, how do you do it? You know right. what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Like, that's yeah. the only thing that's different, you know, that, that I can say – is is more, is more like they expect them to do it yeah. versus coaching them. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. No, I get. it. And
0: you know, to summarize, I just think, I feel in black AAU the more emphasis is on the win and the 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 product, mm-hmm. right? The logo in front of the jersey. I would say more white base AAU programs, and again, when I'm saying white. I just mean the majority of the team might be Caucasian or might be in Caucasian areas. Right. Um, is more focused on development. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, most of these programs, especially like the shoe cut circuit right. programs, they're not, they're not necessarily about developing. you not at this juncture. You know what I mean? It, I mean, it might be. Yeah, it, I mean, from, a you know, just
2: from listening, you know, when we have our, you know, talks or yeah. whatever, you know, I ask questions because back then, yeah, we got all the free stuff, mm-hmm. but, the one thing that we did do with Boo is before we go to a tournament we all come together and then we like we do stuff before Mm -hmm. we leave and you know just to get that chemistry so everybody know their role and what we about to get ourselves into versus you know we just flying to this place and you're an athletic player who needs the ball martin yeah. you know you like to do this and i like to do that and he likes to do this, to figure this it and everybody great we, right, right.
0: we just out athleticize everybody we just out right. which is out talent everybody right. right i think you know it, the the team the programs and teams that can find a good blend of both which i believe yep. is what i do mm-hmm. you know i think my teams are a blend of both where i have talented kids mm-hmm. who didn't necessarily start off talented but right. developed and then became a cohesive team and you see the balance of both um I think a lot of the shoe circuit teams have become more about the product, the brand winning, right. And the development is still secondary for some of the higher level white base AAU programs. I still feel development is still the number one goal. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, of course you want to win. Of course you want to compete, but development is always, you know, the biggest thing. Um, and, you know, that's just my take on that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, uh, last thing, I just want to give some shout outs Um, you know, as, uh, we do got some dogs out there, some dog teams out there. So I wanted to give a shout out to, um, Peyton's place. Um, you guys did a phenomenal job, uh, playing against my fifth grade. Uh, they, they beat us this time. We beat them last time. They beat us this time. So, uh, it was a great game though. Um, team touch again. Great game with you. D1 Nevada. I want to give you credit for what you do, brother. If you, if, uh, you know, you ever hear this, um, uh, he takes, kids from Vegas from kind of, you know, tough areas impoverished areas loads them up in the van and brings them out here to Courtside. He literally wow. drives from Vegas to Courtside with a lot of these like underprivileged kids. Wow. Um and just gets them out there in those tournaments and plays. I mean, he Still. literally has like 16, 20 kids yeah, on his he had bench. A yeah, yeah, he he hell of kids, of teams and he just brings them here and they play and they play and they play and they play and I really got to commend a brother that's out there doing something like that. He yeah. you know, a lot of people talk about helping the community you know, celebrities and other people will, you know, throw money at the community, but to load up a van with like thirty kids, you know, to and drive. drive. For people who
2: don't know how long—that's that's ten yeah, hours. Yeah, that, that that Vegas drive. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> you know, to load them up, wow. bring them here, obviously feed them, take care of them, put them in the hotels around here. I'm pretty sure they just got done today and now he's driving back. He's probably literally on the road right now as we're doing this. You know, I got I got um I don't know the coach's name. Next time I, I talk to him, I hopefully try to get his name, but I Respect. definitely just want to tell you, yeah, man. Um big shout out to you on what you're doing, brother. Um throw a splash out there of him on that. And man. you know, I, I just um want to say again, you know, uh we got to we got to be happy we have basketball for as long as we have cuz you know, especially with the shares coming to court side today, I have no clue if this shit's gonna be going tomorrow.
3: <laughs> so, yeah.
0: you know, for the kids out there hustling, still working, man, um, keep training, keep grinding, and, and and keep being uh being uh proactive on trying to progress. You know, your game and your career. Yeah. Um, anything you got to add, Mark?
1: No, no. St- uh, stay working. Stay working. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and, and And
0: any last words, DT, uh, before we get out of here?
2: Nah, man. I just want to. You know, just say thank you for having me on the show. Oh, yeah, um, I'm a big fan of it. I watch it while I'm at work. Um, You know, it's a lot that I didn't cover. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you invite me again, I'd be happy to <laughs> say more. Uh, I try of to course. keep it short because my wife knows I can talk for days. So I kept asking how long does this show can go. We're making good time. No, nah, no, nah, we, we are. <laughs> we are. We are. But I'm just speaking. You know, from the beginning part, like of me. Expanding, you know, talking about AAU and all that stuff. Boy, I can, you know, I can go for for longer, you know, longer time. I, I think I gave all the key points that I needed to get off, uh, get off my chest to let these kids know how hard work you have to yep. do and how how should I say it? Uh, how much you have to master your craft yep. and the work that you need to do. Um, I can say a secret that helped me uh be noticed um from coaches and you know college coaches and everything else um i, I had a discussion with a kid yesterday um here I was talking to him, and I was telling him what you need to do to be noticed in front of these coaches and the big thing that I did that helped me was me blocking shots mm. i yeah, was clearly <laughs> i wasn't <laughs> i wasn't a uh, score. When I was in the ninth grade, I just blocked shots and dunk. That's it. That's all I did. And what coaches, what I told the kid is that you have to be consistent in what you're doing. So me blocking the 16 shots in that game, I had to kind of keep getting that like around eight or more Mm -hmm. throughout the rest of the season. Coaches want to see consistency. Absolutely. They don't want to see you, okay, one night, you know, I have twenty points, but we're playing against who's a weak team out here. Let's say what Antelope or yeah. Natoma's. Yeah, there you go. One of them schools. I go out there and have six points. They're hmm. gonna be like, "Yo, what the hell?" Yep. You know what I mean? But if you stay consistent, you know, have a high game here, yep. you know, back to what we average. That's what coaches want. Yep. They want to see you being consistent. Also, good grades and everything else comes. You know, down that, but far as basketball they just want to see you be consistent and you working hard you know because they know your car facts you can't bullshit them because they didn't already talk to Chris (laughs) but they already talked to you Mark (laughs) as a trainer so they already know your background so if you get there you trying to slack off they gonna know and they gonna know your bullshit you know what I'm saying so like the coaches them D1 coaches them D2's like they are watching you play you know they might not be at courtside watching But I'm pretty sure They'd send one of their scouts out Or yep. somebody To watch a game So you always want to go out there And perform at the highest you can go yep. Don't take no plays off Exactly
0: Produce Right Absolutely So Well Again D Appreciate you being here brother yeah, man I you enjoyed know, it I'm glad, I'm glad you're here man, yeah, man. Um, You know I just want to uh, Reiterate to everybody Uh, Thank you for those who are supporting. I do see, you know, we're getting plenty of downloads. We're getting people that are listening. It's growing little by little. And that's all, you know, like you said, consistency, right? That's all we can add is little by little. Um, Please subscribe again on YouTube. Follow us on our IG, um, About That Life podcast. Uh, You know, follow Mark's uh, IG, our IG, GGT, God Given Talent. You can follow mine, Hoopstar I Am. Oh shoot Uh, Give Darian a follow Man (laughs) Team Towns (laughs) over here Give him a follow But no, we really appreciate The support man And and we just hope that You know You keep enjoying the content Um, Hope you got a good Taste of reality Hearing from a guy Who played At the highest levels And really Made a niche for himself And and had some success Uh, Again everybody out there Keep grinding Kids stay positive We know it's some tough times We're dealing with Some funny situations But basketball never stops. And that means you have no excuse, no reason to keep stopping. So do your thing and uh, hope everybody has a good day.